This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.blogspot.com. Hello and welcome to the Leaving Review Podcast. And uh, we've got another. We keep having different lineups every uh, Apart from every, you, Dave. Every we like to mix it Always up. Always me. I'm the only one who knows how to record. Yeah, without you, there is no podcast because none of us know how the kit works. But yeah, we've almost got everyone back this week, but uh, Sam. Sam. How do you pronounce it? Sam. 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 Darren. He's on, away on. Secret mission. Top secret mission, yeah. We're not allowed to say where he is. It's very exciting. Not really. Um, no, yeah, cool. So, yeah, it's just the three of us, just uh, myself, David, uh, me, Lindsay, <laughs> and Laura. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I needed to add that. Uh, yeah, brilliant, good start. Um, trailers, let's just jump straight into it. We already did Contagion, I watched that one again. That's a good trailer. Yeah, but... I've, I've seen it's been it's, it's in it's at the Venice Venice Film Festival. I think it'll be all right. But it's, we've already discussed it. Yeah, I've not seen many proper reviews. I only saw one comment, but it was from Sight and Sound, who were very snooty. And what were they was like saying? It. And anyway, they said it was awful and like tedious and one of the, yeah, amazingly boring. Sight and Sound? Aren't <laughs> yeah. they a finding death charity? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they hated the film because it wasn't sufficiently audio described and subtitled yep. for their audiences. There you go. And the disease was that you go blind and deaf and they felt that it was discriminatory. Yeah. So be, it's understandable, really. It's all about your perspective. So really, the Bad film name. might actually be excellent. So. Um, you, you mentioned this Tyrannosaur. Yes. What, what is this? I've not seen it and I've not I, heard of it. I saw the trailer for Tyrannosaur. It's a British film. It's out soon, I think. Uh, it's directed by Paddy Constantine. Yeah, oh. Constantine, mm. I haven't pronounced it. And it's... It, uh, by the looks of the trailer and by the sounds of the, there's been quite a few reviews out already because it plays at it plays at a bunch of festivals. Um, it sounds like it's gonna be really, really good. Gritty, it's, northern. Yeah, I mean, watching the trailer, it's exactly what I expected. It's very gritty. It looks brutal. Is very... it about dinosaurs? N- no. Oh. <laughs> there's a big di- um, dinosaur bones in the poster, but I don't think they appear in the film. But you never know. <laughs> but no, it doesn't look like that sort of film at all. It it, it looks really heavy going, but at the same time, it looks really well performed. There's um, uh, what is it, Peter Milan, 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 whatever his name is, um, who's always good. And it's actually got um, oh, I didn't write enough notes, but the actress from Peep Show. Oh yeah, uh, who plays? Not don't know Is he so, so, Yeah, the, the, the sort of on and off. Girlfriend slash wife type. She's quite good. Dewey. But she's in it, and and it's it's yeah, it'd be nice to see her do a a non comedy role. She's done a few of them. Yeah, she yeah. I've the, not seen many of those. Uh, she hides. I have I have seen her in non comedy roles, yeah, although at the moment I can't stuff. think off the top of my head what. No, all you can think she's about been is in, show. But I can I can imagine mm. her in the roles that she's done yeah. that aren't comedy, and she yeah she is good. And she's had some good buzz from the film, so um, yeah. yeah, it looks. As expected, directed by an actor, it looks like a big acting showcase sort of film. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it a lot. It looks good. 
And it's, but it's got no dinosaurs in it. You never know. It might do, but I really, really don't. Oh, dinosaurs in Sheffield, that'd be awesome. I'd watch that film. That would be awesome. But, yeah. Maybe no, we could just make be, that film. It'll just be a bleak, harrowing drama. Harrowing? Can, can we, we can do make, it in a day before you leave? We could try. Yeah. We could try. If not, we can make dinosaurs in Belfast. <laughs> Put all the God Squads to, to, to peace. Yeah, um, yeah this will be your last podcast here. We're yeah. going to try and Skype you in. But if it sounds if shit, you'll just have to live without me, guys. It's all right. The only problem I get with Skype is get this weird delay. I'll do like a counter podcast, just slating your podcast. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll steal all your listeners and I'll just say, yeah, Dave doesn't know what he's talking about. I know Dave just reads Mark Commode's reviews on The Guardian and repeats them. Although I think Mark Commode repeats them from somewhere else anyway. So <laughs> never quite sure. I'm pretty certain he gets his material from Darren. And... <laughs> Everyone gets his material from Darren, don't they? Um, other trailers. Uh, just watched and literally... Just watched their Rum Diaries trailer, which mm-hmm. is another Huntress Thompson, which looks quite good. Johnny Depp in his usual kind of slightly offbeat, quirky, looking very good, just as an aside. Yeah. Yeah, it's a role that suits him, that slightly messed up, boozing, womanising. But yeah, it's kind of another Huntress Thompson. It looks to be earlier than Fear and Loathing, but I've not read the book. No. But I, 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 I know you're talking about books, but I'm coming back to Johnny Depp. I really, really struggle with him in roles where pretty much where Tim Burton hasn't directed, where he's not kind of really kooky and oh, fairy tale. Oh, I've got fed up of him in the oh, same yeah. role. So I know, I understand that, but I've, I've never been. I've Burton. never enjoyed. I don't think I've ever watched a film with him in that 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 I've enjoyed. That's that's not one of those types. Really? What have mm. we got? I liked him in Donnie Brasco. I didn't like I, that. I really liked Donnie Brasco. There was Brasco. another one he did that was uh, Blow. Fucking brilliant in Blow. Uh, him and Penelope Cruz are incredible. He, in he's okay, I but I didn't like Blow. I wasn't a big fan. I liked I, I don't it. Like to be fair, effects. I probably haven't watched a huge amount because that's me because I just pretty much just watch fantasy films and that's it. It wasn't until Darren entered my life that I started... You, you know, spreading my wings, <laughs> looking for way, looking for areas of release. What? Something about real life? As if I want to watch that. It's <laughs> drama. Dramas for losers. Um, but no, I mean, I like him in this kind of thing. Like, yeah, he is brilliant. brilliant in Fear and Loathing. The yeah. film itself, I don't, I don't, I can't always make my mind back Fear and Loathing. But it's he's really brilliant. hard as a film, though. Like, I mean, it's a fucking impossible book to read because yeah. it's just, it's, well, it's hard to understand. Where because they they lo- they drop in and out of their You're timeline. You're talking about so fear often. and loathing, not yeah. rum diaries. So yeah. they they lose their timeline so often. So as a film, it's just like what? Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. But that's what? the idea. So it's really yeah, tricky and to... so much of it's half hallucination yeah. and half not. And when he's in the bath yeah. with the oranges and the toaster, and it's just but like what? The visually hell? and performance-wise, it's mental. It's mental. You won't. I don't think you'd like it. Probably I think not. It's just a bit too much of a kind of chaotic wreckage journey. Yeah. Gen- generally, my problem is violence, though, more than anything else. Well, it's, it's not, not really too violent. violent. I can't, I that's the biggest thing violence, I can't deal with. The, no, the, the, does he get stabbed at one point? Yeah, or does he just threaten him with being not, stabbed? Anything all... else I can deal with, whether I like it or yeah. not, but yeah. violence is just oh, my big no-no. Yeah, which which is a pain in the arse in most films have violence in them. I've heard Tyrannosaurus got a brutal scene with the dog at the beginning. No, not animals. Where will people learn? Don't hurt the animals. Would you rather they hurt the people. I don't care. I'd rather them not hurt the animals. You'd rather them not hurt anybody and we all live in peace and harmony. Oh, let's have a cuddle. <laughs> Darren's not here, we cuddle. But, um, yeah, no, I, d- I that... don't, yeah, I, d- I struggle with a lot of things. I'm a sensitive soul, oh. what can I say? She's crying as we talk. <laughs> um, there was another one. We just watched another trailer, but I don't, I forgot I don't know if anyone was that It was the Hunter something. The oh, yeah. The, I forgot what it's called. My brain's totally gone. Now, come on, um, let's get the title. Come on, It looked people. like um, 
I don't know quite what, like a teenage running man. <laughs> I, do, I think they're making the running man. Are they remaking games, the running man? I think they have. Did I hear that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just MC Hammer on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Never I pay for. <laughs> yeah, Hammer Time. Um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Do you know what? It, the trailer didn't show an awful lot. No, maybe that's the point. You are stronger than them, and then trees flying and burning trees and yeah. stuff. Um, but I'd be up for it. Yeah. The thing is, when, yeah. when pe- for me though, when people do trailers like that that don't show you much, just give you a little bit of a taste at, I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's it about? But what yeah. they showed me looks shit. <laughs> That's the problem. It's I don't like, know. If you give I me don't a teaser trailer, she was in a forest. Go... She was in a forest and she had a bow and arrow. I'm thinking. Yeah, but then they I did the Robin Hood she thing where badass. the arrow goes, and then that's what gives you the titles. It like, no, oh, yeah. it's so crass. Yeah. So, although it was awesome in Robin Hood when he did it, and he splits the. <laughs> I've the the never seen Robin Hood. Prince. Never is it. Really? How many Robin Hood remakes on this? Freaking awful, but it's brilliant. Well, yeah, no, I kind of wish wish I'd watched it as a young. Alan Rickman is a brilliant sheriff of Nottingham. But yeah, it Alan Rickman is a good person. It's very American. Awful. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the whole thing's just very American and like. I've watched Robin Hood. The only thing, I think, no, I've watched a couple of Robin Hoods because I've watched the. Disney one. Disney one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best one. That's but no, no, no. Like. My favourite is the one Men in Tights. The parody where his mum moves the all the time. Brilliant. I love that. I love that film. Um, so we've gone straight into the theme already. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, no, no that is, I've seen more than one version of Robin Hood. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, the Hunger Games, it's, yeah, I think it's, as I said, I, I was talking about it before, it's, but I think it's based on a, um, a fairly popular sort of Series, I think it's a series of books. I might be making all this up, but from what are they children's I gathered, books? Y- I think it's more teeny sort of. Yeah, that's, looks what, it. that's what we yeah. call it, young adult. Young adult. Sort of so she's gone from really. Kanye West is writing a YA novel, novel. Is by he? the way, in terms of news of craziness, Kanye West is, is writing a novel. Oh for teenagers. goodness me! Well, I hope the that. whole thing's in capitals. I was just listening to his album recently. <laughs> oh, no, as a music maker. Oh, you are down with the kids, Dave. Heartbreak 808 is a great Everyone. album. As a music maker, Kanye <laughs> Stop <laughs> news. Dave is down with the kids. Dave's well called yeah. musically. He's just not calling any other way. Um, no, but going from Winter's Bone, which I haven't seen, but I'm it's this, very, this very is the actress, uh, yeah. obviously really, really serious film, yeah. to her in some kind of teen flick, by the sounds of things. Yeah. Could be it's an interesting move. Yeah. What's her name? Actress, <laughs> my brain's gone. I'm so Come on, Dave, today. you're the fountain of knowledge. I'm gonna just uh, <clears throat> just quickly uh, use a well known search engine, possibly. <laughs> Actually, not. I'm going to YouTube a well known video. Well, Lindsay's got a phone out, Dave's on the internet. Race, race, race. Who can find out her name? Jennifer okay. Lawrence, that's it. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. There you go. Isn't she the girl from Flashdance? No, I hope not. See, this is the problem. Like this is the problem without Darren here. If we need the name of a director, an actor, he knows all what, sorts he's of shit got like it. That. He's it's in his head. Maybe she's know. gone back in time. Maybe, but no, yeah, Jennifer Jer- Lawrence, she, and she was um, excellent in in Winter's Bone. Um, I can I see think... why they've chosen her because I guess for the longer games, it looks like she's a sort of sort of spunky, hardened sort of teen. And to be honest, in Winter's Bone, although it's quite a different film, she's like a. Uh, there's a spunky, lot of, hardened teen. Uh, yeah, in a way, she's she's got a lot of she's basically looking hardened after her family. Teen might be she's, a bit, uh, she's like the mother, father, and everything figure of her family, really. In Winter's Bone, the in young Winter's carer, you, if you will. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be quite a harrowing little film. That one, I've not seen uh, it. I really yeah. want to see yeah, it. It's, so it's bad. very, very, very good. It's I very enjoyed good. it, but um, but yeah, I mean, because she's in it, I'm quite interested. But at the same time, 
the source material, teeny boppery sort of thing. I don't know. We'll see. The the trailer didn't give much away, and as Laura said, and which 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 I agree. I think that's usually a good thing. Like the Rum Diaries trailer, I think was Pretty a bit too long and showed yeah. bloody all sorts. Um, well, the so worry I, with something yeah. like that is all the good gags yeah. in the trailer, like the cats and dogs, all the good jokes mm. from the trailer. The Rum Diaries didn't turn me on at all. No. Not even Johnny Depp. Well, it is Johnny Depp, but. Yeah, mm. I just... Johnny Depp's not always that reliable. Yeah. True, People I've getting... seen that secret window one. They just didn't, to be honest, the Rum Diaries, it didn't look to me like there was much of a story there. It's just. Well, I don't mind if it's got something to say or if it's, you know, got something mm. about it, but if it is just a series of events, <laughs> yeah. me. It's interesting, it's got Bruce Robinson directing it, the guy I did with now, because obviously that's a famous drinking movie as well. So um, I'm intrigued, but the trailer, yeah, I'm the same, the trailer didn't blow me away but I think the people involved I'm, I'm still interested so we'll see cool uh, any other trailers or should we move on no let's move on cinema wise big releases I don't think anyone's seen anything except oh we're so Lindsay, bad Lindsay, yeah, I'd like to counteract to, um, Planet of the Apes yeah we talked and, about it last time I Darren, believe I Darren quite liked it he did, he surprisingly Darren. Yeah, the it. problem was, it wasn't a bad film. The main problem with it was, is very late in the film, it did a few things that utterly shattered the illusion for me. So they really played on this idea that they were chimps, and then the chimp rides a fucking horse and looks like a human, and then they start talking. And all this stuff happened where they just, they, they you know, when you, you're in a film and then they do something and suddenly you're not in it and you're just watching a film and you're thinking this is just a film and it's pretty shit. And it never had enough time. It never had enough time. It's a terrible sentence structure. It, it didn't have enough time left to reclaim. Because the first half I thought was really good. And then the second half, it lost me and it never got me back. And the fact that they talk... And this might be because I've never seen any of the Planet of the Apes films. So I... Yeah, I had to get... The talking monkeys thing is a bit weird. But they... And we'll ignore Draco Malfoy and whatever his name is because he's... Oh my goodness! Awful. <laughs> He's so bad; it's embarrassing. And the tokenism of Frida Pinto and all this other crap. And um, I thought Franco was brilliant. Andy Circus does a brilliant job in you know playing animals. The but, tokenism of Frida Pinto. Yeah, she was just totally pointless. She was a token woman, and she was a token non-white. She was token in every situation. She was totally pointless. Okay. She was just some kind of emotional crutch. The scientist girlfriend, oh. no girlfriend. And then when it when it comes to the crunch, she just vanishes. I mean, I think painter, which... No, that's you Frida, Frida Kahlo, yeah. who's long dead, unfortunately. Yeah, I, like, but yeah, I, I thought d- someone was playing her. I was like, what? Yeah, no, that, that, that's a good film. Well, for some reason, I thought last what, name Frida? Was yeah, it's a great I film. I love that film. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it didn't... It didn't... It didn't keep me. And no. it, when it, after it lost me, it's and then I was just well, about start, But that's exactly it. it got speaking silly. Speaking of trailers, what I think is quite interesting about the trailer in Planet of the Apes is it makes it look very much like big on action, war, yeah. apes, humans. That's what it made it look like for me. And I thought it was really all going to come to like some penultimate humans be apes. And that was, you know, yeah. no, I think like it's left it so it's going to continue anyway. But actually, the, the, the most of the film was much subtler and actually that you know and I wasn't expecting that and I think that kind of threw me off balance slightly Mm. that usually I would love that kind of subtle film but I wasn't expecting it so I didn't sort of yeah couldn't quite get into it um just didn't it was just and I actually loved it well the the problem was that's what I was expecting to be honest it was just like the fact that he gives all of the 
spoiler. It gives all the monkeys a uh, yeah. It gives don't all the monkeys a drug, it. and they can immediately sign language oh, even though no one's taught them. That, they yeah. still have to learn. Yeah, there was just was, so many convenient nice, things that happened, and that hang they, on, what they could all sign language. When when they got up the next morning after the drug went through the room, and then they were all sign language in, and they were all oh, communicating, and it was just like who taught them that. But um, the, my issue was, it was, it was broken entirely by the monkey on a horse yeah. because the physicality of the monkey on the horse was completely different to this entirely chimpy physicality they'd given him. He was a bit bigger and he was a bit more human, but it was basically That breaking of the illusion moment. Now, it's now it's going to be known as monkey guess, on a horse. Yeah. Monkey on a horse, it's like jumping the shark. I guess they're trying to link it into the... If you, the other films, but... Do they ride on horse there's supposed the to be, Yeah, there's supposed there to be like hundreds of years between those films, so... Surely they didn't need to link it in that quickly. I'm not I, I don't it, so. know. I don't know that they needed to get the, no. the yeah. They didn't need to talking at that, that point. No, they but didn't. you know, it, it wasn't a bad oh, film. Convenient. It just, just lost you. It, yeah, it lost me. And it never got me back. And if it had gone on for maybe another twenty minutes, it might have. But mm. but it no, was long enough already. It irritated me, and I laughed out loud at some of its stupid decisions. So. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Like to have Draco Malfoy in he, it at all. Oh, he was so bad. And it would have been nice to have had this argument with Darren because obviously everybody loves a good Darren argument. Um, but, <laughs> It'd be yeah. interesting to see Darren stand up for a film instead of a game. Yeah, actually. actually, it's normally the other way around. But um, yeah, so that's probably the only thing. I think that was the last time I went to the cinema, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I still haven't seen it. I've been on holidays. But... Uh, <laughs> How many holidays you had, Dave? I've had plenty this year. Yeah, I've had none. <laughs> Dave's had yours, that's why. Yes. Sorry. But yeah, I went over to Finland to see the um, the Queen. Young Horse. So, um, Did you say hi to Santa? Uh, I didn't say hi to Santa. He's, um, he was asleep. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, um, but while I was there, I did watch... It was only on DVD over there. Uh, but it's a film that hasn't come to the UK yet. And Santa's in Greenland, right? Not Finland. <laughs> Lapland. No, Lapland. 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 Oh, it's in Finland, isn't it? Sorry, Lapland. interrupted. Yeah. Started thinking about Santa. <laughs> but no, we got Santa there. But yeah, anyway, um, I saw Lapland Odyssey. Hey. Uh, which is a film that, yeah, it's tied into that. Uh, which uh, is a film, as I say, it's played in a few festivals. It's not down to get released over here yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it, if it, if it um, did, because. Um, it does seem to be quite aimed at an international audience, and it's a bit of a. It's and I think it'd work. I think it'd work well to everyone. It, it's it's got a lot of Finnish elements uh, and aspects to it, but it it'd work. Everyone, anyone could could enjoy that film really. So, just a completely random question. I'll let you carry on in a second. So, when you go and watch a film in Finland, and it's a Finnish film. Hmm. Oh well, I saw it on DVD, so it had I had some time. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, there going. What's your question? What's your question? Well, I was just looking at Dave. Like, My how finish. did you understand it? <laughs> I understand a few words, but no, yeah, it did have English subtitles, luckily. Um, but yeah, Lapland Odyssey. It's basically it is loosely based on Homer's The Odyssey, but in but instead but with Santa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Santa, but it's all that I watch. <laughs> But it's all set in it's all set in, in Lapland, sort of northern Finland area of Lapland, and it's um, very loosely based on the Odyssey because it's actually a comedy. It's quite a silly sort of comedy, and basically his Odyssey, the main character's Odyssey, is to go and buy a digi box for his girlfriend on a Friday night after the shops have shut. Um, okay. Because basically he he wakes up on he's, he hasn't got a job. He's a bit of a loser. He wakes up and uh, his wife sort of like oh gets this digibox today um, here's the money gives him 50 euros um, and he basically he's your own Finland yeah um, but by the end of the day he gets back and um, he hasn't got the digibox he ended up just spending his money on on this 
boobs arcade game and lots of vodka instead and he's a bit pissed with his mates and obviously his girlfriend's very very pissed off and she sort of says right if you don't get me a digibox by tomorrow morning i'm leaving and obviously the digibox isn't the the main thing it's the fact that he doesn't do anything what it represents yes what it represents um but he he goes out intent on this mission and he gathers his two friends with him to go and get a digibox on a friday night um and it's and it goes on from there, and it's very silly, but it's I really really enjoyed it actually. I was, I was surprised. I've seen quite a few a few finished comedies and stuff from there. A lot of the, well, I've been over there, and some of the comedies I don't always quite like. It's I, it doesn't always work for me. And cultural human humor yeah. can really change though. Yeah. Yeah. My friends cost of it, and sometimes their humor, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. And it doesn't always do anything for me. But this is um, but this works. As I say, I think it is clearly aiming at a bit of an international audience and it um and it's it's done fairly well at some some festivals and things which shows that um but yeah it's really tight as well it's very short very fast paced fun you never get bored and lots of likable characters the main one that stood out for me is there's the there's the ex-boyfriend who he goes to who he bumps into at first um and he's basically an absolute asshole uh, and what happens? I don't know how well you know the Odyssey. The ex-boyfriend is. But the ex-boyfriend. Have you read the Odyssey? Yeah, years and years ago. Goodness me, Dave, what then? <laughs> but the ex, but the ex-boyfriend basically finds out that he's on this mission to get the digibox, and when the main guy goes off to get it, the ex-boyfriend goes back to the girlfriend to try and basically get her back, get Not her back. back, and and just and he's basically really nasty. Sort of tells tells her that he's seen his boyfriend and he was pissed and he's not getting anything done. Um, he basically is trying to uh, what, tell take the her truth. Away. Well, no, because he's not. He is actually going to get this digital. Oh, he's working quite hard to do it. But basically, he goes over there to try and steal her while, before he's even fucked up and, and lost her sort of thing. Um, but that character's brilliant. He's very, very funny. He's basically... He's one of these characters who's really slick and, like, he, he's he's rich and he's knows martial arts. He's, he's one of these... He's an absolute dick, basically, but, like, an over-the-top sort of dick. But he... Um, but he's very, very funny. I, I always enjoyed it when he was on screen. But and the other characters quite likable, quite enjoyable. The, the only the negative aspect that Anna brought up to me that didn't this is only Finnish people are probably would probably have this problem with the film. But she was saying how one of the actors, especially, and maybe some of the other actors, uh, just are totally miscast because they're supposed to be playing these. Up in sort of lap, these guys, sort of bums living in northern, uh, northern sort of Finland in Lapland, sort of a bit sort of country hick type folk. And the guy they've got playing it is like blatantly from Helsinki and oh, okay. real pretty. A he's a real thing. pretty boy. Yeah. He looks, he looks it's like it's one of those things yeah. that we probably notice if something like that. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. sort of northerner, but he's like bad accents yeah. and stuff. But uh, yeah. I think she said the accents weren't too bad. But it's the fact that he's, he, he basically the guy I thought he looked Not exactly right. like Jared Leto. He's very much a pretty boy sort of model type, and he's playing this sort of backwards sort of Lapland hick type guy. And it, and she Bums said it didn't work at all. Too. But yeah, I mean, it didn't bother me, but it bothered <laughs> it bothered Anna randomly. Um, Did you think they had to be ugly? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Anna, Anna, you're so well, no, mate, it is in terms of an aesthetic, isn't it? It's, it's like you get used to, hmm. like you know. I think it's more. He just looks overly manicured. Well, it's like. things like people in olden yeah, days. It can be pretty, but he looks to look. It always bothers yeah. me when people have got shiny, bright white teeth in like mm. Victorian dramas. It's like, please, yeah. they'd look if they had any teeth in Victorian. Oh, dramas. yeah, but that yeah, doesn't bother me. Yeah. You can't help that though. I don't <laughs> think. 
but but yeah, as I say, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's um, it's well directed. It looks good for a, I imagine, fairly low budget film because Finland doesn't have loads of money for its feature films. Um, and I enjoyed it. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll come over come over here one of these days. It might just go straight to DVD, but um, all right, DVD is awesome. If you get big enough telly. Because um, we, we got um, Rare Exports, which is Finnish comedy. Um, and to be honest, I think, although Rare Exports, people... Because it's, I love that. That was the that Santa, was the Santa one, Claus. wasn't it? Yeah, because... I knew yeah, we'd get Santa in there. Because that did quite well. That got, a, that got a good release in the UK. And to be honest, watching the two films, I actually... I mean, I enjoyed them both. I thought they were both very good. But I actually think Lapland Odyssey is much more universal. I think... Because I, I thought... Um, because the uh, rare exports is quite odd, and the humour is quite offbeat. It's quite a, an odd little film, and I think but a lot brilliantly, of people, oh yeah, brilliantly oh, offbeat. Oh yeah, not yeah. in a bad way, but I think this is a bit more. I think the general public wouldn't get rare exports and probably wouldn't enjoy it that much because there's not. It's, Do you it's think bit, so? Yeah, because I, 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 when I was going to watch it, I was really surprised. I expected more, more silly comedy and more action, um, because the short films are all action based. And there's very little set pieces. There's, it's a bit more subdued. Um, whereas this is much more silly, much more broad, much more sort of yeah. obviously comic. Well, the thing with Rare Exports, I thought, was it was the, the comedy was brilliant and offbeat, like you say, but there was definitely moments where it was pretty terrifying, like the suspense mm. and stuff. Yeah. I yeah. still not seen it. Oh, it's good. It is good. That's one for Christmas, maybe. But yeah, it's, yeah I'm sure it'll get released on DVD. It's ready for Christmas. They've yeah. held it back. But yeah, it is. It's well, well worth seeing. But it's but it's an odd little film. Whereas this is much more, much more broad. As I say, so I wouldn't be surprised if it got a bigger release. But but we'll see. Uh, cool. Um, Laura, have you seen anything recently? Have you been? Uh, you, I haven't seen anything. No, no, I've been too busy to go to the cinema. It's really. Yeah. Oh, but you know, like the last thing I saw was Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was just thinking just then, um, about the fact that I saw. Blue Valentine, but that was for the last po- podcast. Chick oh, yeah, flicks. I found it really flicks. quite amusing actually that the Dave and Darren ended up, ended up having to talk yeah. about. <laughs> Is Blue Valentine any good? Why what's his face and Michelle Williams? Williams. Michelle Williams. I heard um, it was really, really well, dark though. Like it, really it, depressing. It is. It, yeah. It is. It made me cry. <laughs> it's well, just. It's pretty brutal. It's it, yeah. I mean, I I I thought it was good. I thought it was. Like you know, it it kind of maps the beginning and end of a relationship pretty much. They start at the end and work backwards. Mm. No, it's yeah. into cut. Oh, it's not that yeah. not linear. So, it's but it's nice. Some of the things oh, okay. that like some of the surprises that happen. Some of the things that. And they're both quite strong with. performers. Mm. Oh, she's fantastic. I think she's. She's really. Well, I don't know if she's underrated. Yeah, she is underrated. She doesn't, but. Uh, but also, I think she makes she makes good film choices as well. She doesn't do everything. Yeah, that she's comes their way. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's been in some pretty good. You know, she broke back mountain and all that. Yeah, but um, apart from Dawson's Creek, who can believe <laughs> well, she's done? No, she was good in Dawson's Creek. But she was. For what it was. For what it was. Who did you want to be, Joey or her? Let's be fair. She had yeah, more fun. Yeah. And who do I still want to be? Yeah. You know, you know, I imagine you've being married me, yeah. to Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Basically, who would you rather be? Katie Holmes, uh, Katie Holmes or Michelle Williams? <laughs> Those Williams. are your options. You're married to Tom Cruise or... Oh, or making yeah. good film choices. Anyway. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I won't talk about it too much because you obviously spoke about it yeah. last time. But um, <laughs> it was kind of out there for a chick flick. I was not having. I was not. Yeah. No, that's what I meant by chick flicks. Though I didn't want you to watch Bridget. Well, Jones no, we all we all picked. We all tried to pick very like alternative chick flicks. I, I watched Red Road. I won't go into that because I went to. Films made for women, not fucking films they think women want to watch. You should. You should watch Blue. It's definitely. But I think it's pretty universal. Blue. Yeah. I wouldn't say. But the reason that I I pulled it was because it's about like you know the the whole idea of women being interested in love and romance and you know the reason that I you know mostly those films for women end up being ridiculous and so Mm. you know not true to life and the the thing about Blue Valentine I think it it had its flaws but I think it is you know it really does show up what it can really be like although I do think it was very very bleak it was actually maybe the antithesis and not no that's probably wrong like the complete opposite that yeah, antithesis yeah. Is right. Okay, so the complete opposite of it is just like, you know, you've got romantic comedies this one end. That was the complete other and actually probably probably was too far the other way. Yeah, too yeah. too sad. No yeah. room to say. Oh. Well you right. watched that. I watched I watched a live action I've never seen one before. A live action Trey Parker, Matt Stone, as in South Park Boys. I've never seen any of their live stuff. I love South Park. I like Team America. Which one? Uh, basketball. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? <gasps> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Have you seen it? No, no. no sorry, they invent. It's basically I. Having seen it and having watched Dodgeball, Dodgeball totally ripped this film off. <laughs> it's a similar kind of setup. Like they're, they're disenfranchised by. What's it called? Sorry. Basketball. Basketball. Um, they're disenfranchised by the kind of the commercialism of major sports like basketball and, and baseball. So they start their own game, and the idea is that you basically just take shots at a hoop. While somebody tries to distract you by insulting you or anything, whatever, however they can, and the like drama game. people who make it's quite it is a little bit actually probably be quite a good drama, drama game. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's obviously they're very they're very daft. They like a bit. It's not it's too good. gross considering it's them too. There's who a is little, it, sorry? The guys who do South Park, Trey oh, Parker, and Matt Stone. Yeah. It's a little bit kind of you know. There's obviously lots of piss and shit and sex and everything else mm. like that because that's what they like. But. It's really silly, and, and Dodgeball totally ripped it off, and it, it properly made me laugh out loud at points, and, you know, the, the team gets successful, and then they get trying, they almost get bought out, so the moral of the story is that like, they started it in the first place, but yeah, 90 minutes of basically just silliness, I was like, mm-hmm. ah, this is quite nice, instead awesome. of, you know, bleak, depressing things, it was like, but yeah, it's well worth a watch, if you like kind of South Park and Team America and all the other stuff that they've done. Cool. But it is weird to see them in person. And they're really young. Like, oh, look how little you are. But, um, yeah, it was good fun. Recommend it. But no new releases. No. I was about no. to say, that came out ages ago. No, no, just talking I did about... watch a newer DVD release, although I've reviewed it on the site, but I'm just going to quickly plug it because I thought it was awesome, with Circo, which is like a documentary about um, a, f- a sort of family circus in Mexico, and that was awesome. But check out the review on blueprintreview.co. Ooh, news-wise, there is that... Um, which, though anybody in London, I don't know if we've already missed it, the BFI Ken Loach retrospective that they're doing, um, and the documentary that he did for Save the Children that they never showed... Because then the, one of the TV channels, I'm not sure which one it was, it might have been one of the, it was ITV or Channel 4 as it used to be, paid for half of it and saved the children, paid for the other half. And they expected from Ken Loach a, uh, a kind of, this is awesome, the work that they do is awesome. And he ended up doing quite a, a kind of explicit and harrowing expose on how That's actually nice. development money doesn't work. And uh, they never showed it. And naughty, the, naughty. I think the TV company gave the charity their money back 
Um, and this will be the first time it's been shown as part of this um, Ken Loach retrospective. It will probably show up in other kind of art house cinemas because there's a few places that are doing Ken Loach mm. like look backs because it's like his 75th cool. birthday or something. But know. it's supposed to be absolutely, I've read a, really, a couple of really good articles about it and apparently it's not a particularly kind of um, damaging film. It just, it's very honest and it's yeah. about exploring actually what happens to development money and, and the process of raising money through that kind of process. And I was yeah. like, actually, I think if you're in London, go see it and let us know. Yeah. Maybe what, you know, if somebody wants to review yeah. it for the site, that'd Sounds be awesome. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, cool. not always the biggest Ken Loach fan, but that sounds. I find some of them, most of them, quite tedious. I tried to watch the Eric Cantona one. Oh, oh that was shit. Oh. That's the thing. The last couple he's done, that Cantona one was shit. The um, oh, the one we saw in Cannes was that Ken Loach. I always get mixed up with someone else. But yeah, the, the oh, what was it called? Root Irish. That was shit. Did yeah. he do the one that... Um, I saw The Wind the Shape the Sabala recently. That was all right. That's all right. Amazing. That film. It's good. But it Did he do the one great. with? Um, Kez, I, I like his early stuff. Kez is brilliant. Kez is amazing. But um, what, I don't know, the woman his last from, few films. Um, oh, what's her name? Kathy. Oh, what's the film? No, not Kathy. But it's the woman from them. Um, she was in Bloody Harry Enfield. Burke. Oh, that, that's Burke not was in my head, and I never thought you meant that's, that's not Ken Loach. No, no, Gary Oldman directed that randomly. Oh, okay, that's, that's a great a film. What's it called? Nil by mouth. Yeah, that is a great film. I thought that was a Ken Loach because it's got that kind of. No, yeah. Did you hear a Drake? Nope, that's no, that's Mike Lee. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you see, the, the, that's the one I was yeah. confusing with. Ken I get that Mike Lee. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that yeah, that's about all that one. Or... Ken Ken Loach is the more political. Oh, director. okay. But his films don't always work. His films brilliantly, but some of them do. Yeah, yeah, he's hit and miss for me. But this documentary is like thirty years old. Okay. So it's his really, oh, really it when he's really, really young. Okay, it's right. really early stuff. Yeah, oh, oh, I miss that. It's like one of the first oh, things he ever made. <laughs> like, and he was quite young and obviously full of. Anger! Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd quite like to see it. So hopefully it does a little bit of a art house cinema touring. Because where I'm going, oh. we actually have real cinemas. Yeah. <gasps> oh. I know, we have like three, and one of them is like, you know, a film theatre. Yeah, the Queen's oh. Film It's the University Film Theatre. It'll be brilliant. Um, but yeah. People art. of Lincoln, listen up. Get an art house cinema. Yeah. You're it's a person of Lincoln. Drive me <laughs> mad. It's like, I want to desperately I can't make see... it happen, though. There's been like the skin I live in. Oh, that looks Kill amazing. List, um, a lonely place to die. There's loads of these like small. I mean, skin smaller I live in is not releases. even that small, but like smaller releases. And the fucking OG and Lincoln never plays them. No, you've got OG Lincoln. It's useless. I mean, these aren't that small films. They show everywhere else in the country. It's just um, OG and just refuse to show them. So yeah, you heard it here, folks. We hate the OG and Lincoln. Cool. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Let's move on to our special discussion. Uh, as we mentioned, me and Darren mentioned last week, and we've let these guys know through email. Um, it's uh, funny that, isn't it? Yeah. We didn't have to send like postal owls or didn't, anything. Didn't, no, no, postal owls. Awesome, would it be? Yeah, pigeons. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk about remakes uh, this, this podcast. Um, yeah, so we've all tried to, or no, failed I to, suck. watch uh, the original film and the remake. And even though I was on my holidays, I did actually watch. I watched the original. It's easier when you're on your holidays. You've got nothing else to do. I did have quite a lazy holiday, but um, I watched the original, the thing, the thing, or the thing from another world. Stephen Queen one. Is that Uh, the original? No, that's that's the blonde. Oh, okay, that's a great film. Yeah, but no, I watched the 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 thing from another world, which was remade in the eighties as the thing, and they're remaking it again soon. Um, is the thing although it was supposed to be like a, a prequel but really the trailer is a fucking remake it's exactly the same 
Uh, but uh, the yeah, I love the eighties thing, and I, I've seen that loads of times. <laughs> That's a different film, right? Uh, yeah, the eighties thing. The eighties the thing. The eighties version of the thing. John Carpenter's the thing is uh, amazing. I love that film. Uh, that got my vote on the poll on the site, and the thing actually won the won the poll. Woo woo woo! High five for to the thing. Best best remake, which I'm happy about. Um, and it was the first time I watched the original, actually, from the fifties. It's it's a funny one. It's, I, I really enjoyed it, actually. Uh, but in very different ways from the, from the remake. Uh, what I was surprised by the original was it was quite, it was quite light. Um, I mean, it's still, it's still sort of supposed to be a bit of a horror thriller, but I guess it's dated over the years, um, which is part of the reason. But really, one of the things that really struck me that I wasn't expecting, but I should have expected when I saw who made it, is, uh, is the sort of dialogue. It's really fast talking and really witty, and there's lots of overlapping dialogue and stuff. It's it's uh, and it's it's, it's it's I think it's mainly because it's a Howard Hawks film. He didn't officially direct it, but there's been all sorts of rumours for years and years and years that really he sort of did direct a lot of the film. And um, even though it was actually credited as you, I've lost his name. Again, I'm rubbing loads of notes. I haven't got the director's name on it. But the, I don't know, the guy who's, who's credited as directing it, he's, he's not a famous director. He's not done a lot of other stuff. But Howard Hawks produced it. And But when you watch the film, you can really see it because it's got a lot of like that big sleep sort of feel to it and Maltese Falcon sort of thing going on. Um, not Maltese Falcon, but yeah, you know what I mean. And, uh, <laughs> and it's got this sort of banter to it, the film, which I really enjoyed. And it works quite well. It's not, it's, it keeps it keeps it moving at a real pace and it keeps it a lot of fun even though it's sort of a monster movie horror sort of thing don't don't make that sound like that's a disparaging thing no no even it's not. though it's a monster, monster movies are awesome no no monster yeah no but i mean it, i mean it's fun for a monster movie like oh, okay. funny in, instead of like um, yeah scary. being kind of terrifying yeah because i mean the memorable things for the 80s one for me is just how it's it's really gory it's like it's the, the it was famous for its gore effects it's got some insane scenes in it where you've got rib cages opening and turning into mouths and biting people's arms off and stuff. It's fucking mental. And, <laughs> and none of that is in this film. None of that. The, in fact, to be honest, the central... Yeah, I'll watch the 50s one. Yeah. Watching the, the 80s although one. I was going to say, there is a tiny bit of gore in this 50s one. There is a severed arm that they find, but that's about it. Um, but what's the what, stomach a severed arm. Yeah, I mean, what I like about the thing, the remake, comparing it to the original, is... The the remake they didn't it's not a lazy remake they've really they've changed it a hell of a lot more than I expected actually because the whole thing with the eighties remake is the fact that the thing isn't really like a big monster running around killing people it basically it can take the form of of anything it touches so you never know who the bad guy is so it could just right. be, and because we're, the, the whole thing in the fifties isn't like that no the thing is in the fifties isn't like that at all I mean they're both set. In, in the remote sort of uh, Arctic or the North Pole. I can't remember if it's South or North Pole, but one of the poles is basically a, a, a group of people trapped in the snowy wilderness um, with some creature trying to kill them one by one. But the 80s, you don't know who it is. It could be anyone, and that's terrifying. And that's the film is clever. brutal. It's really disturbing. And it came out just as AIDS was sort of coming around as well, and it, it, it so got all that metaphor. sort of thing going on. Um, although supposedly... I think when it was actually written and when it literally just came out, people weren't that aware of AIDS. So it wasn't purposefully, it wasn't purposefully yeah. that metaphor, came, but yeah. it became that. Um, whereas the original The Thing, it is a big, com- big 
gym massive guy with a mask on, which is a bit comedy, but uh, but it works. They get away with it. But it, it makes it quite a different film. I wasn't expecting that. I, I really thought the 50s wanted to still have this sort of mysterious, you don't know who it is, sort of element, and it didn't. Um, which means, really, as a thriller and a horror film, the remake works a hell of a lot better. But, as I say, the, the original is is just more fun and light and it's entertaining and 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 it's what you want again a it's movie. yeah and it's and be, from Howard Hawks as well it's 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 very tight and just doesn't waste any time it's very fast moving and uh, it's a lot of fun uh, there's there's some little elements that um that are quite interesting there in terms of influence one random little thing that i got from it was um they use this Geiger counter a lot and um, because when the monster comes near it sets off the Geiger counter because he's radioactive, obviously, it's the 50s. Um, Everything's radioactive in the yeah. 50s. And, and that really reminded me of Alien. They use that a lot in Alien. Yeah, Aliens, when they, they go looking this, for it. They've got a little radio That's a movement thing. sensor, though, yeah, isn't it, in Alien? But it's, it works in a similar Doesn't way. That, isn't that like Ghostbusters as well? Don't they have one of them? Yeah, no, they've got a little, funny little sort of scannery, like, like, yeah, like uh, one of these kind of energy EPG yeah. thingies that they, yeah. whatever. But yeah, but that Ghostbusters is a freaking awesome film. it's amazing. Anyway, but it, it, that works. Are that you... works to crank up the tension a little bit. I, I, oh, because there's like beeping in the background. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, as I say, it's not really a very scary, or gruesome film, but it still has a bit of tension in there as well as the sort of humour and stuff. And uh, and yeah, it's just a good, tight, fun, entertaining film. And as I say, the remake is just awesome. It's it's dark. It's really intense. The gore and effects are amazing for the time. And yeah, they're both brilliant films, um, but in different ways, which is what is what I think you need to do with a remake. Yeah, instead of just remaking the same film, mm-hmm. which is a very subtle segue. Into mine, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I did mean to watch both films again, but I didn't get around to it, so I am I'm doing this from memory, and I do apologise. But I wanted to talk about um, Let the Right One In versus Let Me In, um, which actually I think is quite difficult because they are very similar same film amazingly um, similar I thought yeah the, you know the, it's less a remake more of a reshoot <laughs> yeah let, yeah um, I'll start with Let the Right One In um, uh, when I which is the original which is the original yeah, which it's is brilliant Swedish yeah Thanks, I so. wanted to go yeah. no I, I did know I did know um, uh, yeah I just thought it, it was one of the best films I'd seen all year that year I just I was blown away by it I thought it was absolutely yeah. incredible it's great um you know, I think that the the relationship between the, the two young people is is just actually quite beautiful. Mm. At the set with the at the same time, what's going on is he's discovering that she's a vampire, but this 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 like teenage relationship that's just absolutely beautiful. And then just you know the the weird relationship, obviously, that she has with her um, dad. It's not, not her dad. dad. It's not her dad. dad. What well, I think, what you realise at the end is he was another yeah. sort of person like the boy yeah. and who'd grown up. I and I think that's what that makes that's, that's, idea, that's yeah. exactly what it is. And I, for me, anyway, and that's what's so tragic that's found the new boy about the ending. She, yeah. Yeah. They just together and so all of. All that of that, never dawned on me before. Yeah, all of that made the have film. Have you seen for the American one? Have you? No, I've only seen the American one. Makes it more obvious. Yeah. Yeah, which you, which, you can, which you can argue is a better or worse thing for me. It's oh, yeah. I like subtlety. I yeah, do yeah, like I subtlety, just, but it always got that right from the beginning. But but and 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 so for me, what was great about that film was 
the, that relationship was um, the the just the, the, uh, the acting in it was phenomenal. The the fact just the kind of weirdness no. to put you on edge enough. The fact that it was so just isolated, the, and the, the brutality and the of it, like the bullying. Visually, the, it was beautiful. Yeah, the bullying from the kids. So that was what was amazing about that film. So to then go and make pretty much the same film again, I think it's just far too easy to just then just take that and put it there because it was mm. so just so incredible. Having said that, I think they did. You know, I don't think they lost any of that in the second film. Yeah. I think they they did a brilliant job of mm. keeping it all um, and putting it probably putting it out to a wider audience. Yeah, which you know, fair enough because it was an incredible film and you know and. Although subtitles, the thing is for me, I think this is just one of my things. But the subtitle, some something about foreign language that somehow makes it more interesting for me. I don't know if mm. that's not just like a yeah, snobby, artsy <laughs> thing or what, but just a mystique. <laughs> yeah, like a mystique. But for a film like that, particularly mm. because it is quite dark and mysterious, I suppose. But anyway, that's that's off the point. But yeah, what they did was completely just put it into um, in you know, into it. In the in English language and American context. Is it in America as there well? There were some bits though that I think worked slightly better in the second film. That's because they had the chance to iron out. Yeah, they did have a chance to iron out. In the first film, there was there was a scene with cats. Oh, the cat scene. Yeah, nobody likes the cat and scene. And it's just oh, it's just too much. Just way too much. No, the concept of the cat scene didn't bother me. It's the execution of the cat scene. Really. It was poor. It was poor graphics. And the reality is, if you couldn't afford that kind of graphic, you should have taken it out. Yeah. But the yeah. idea that you know the cats eat her alive because she's kind of she smells of this. I guess she smells of blood and, and yeah. whatever and all this other stuff. It's kind of cool and it's an awesome awesome way to kill someone in a yeah. film but death by cat more it's just awesome yeah but, but you yeah no I see your point don't do, well don't do it like that well, you can do you could do you did could they take it out do completely it, they, do it they took it out completely which is what they should have done and I edit. think yeah and I think I, well I just I didn't did they kill I her I don't entirely like the concept to be honest but did they kill her the woman who she bit, but yeah, well, but doesn't she, she doesn't die from she the doesn't, cats, though, does she? Die from the cats. She's in. She's in hospital after the cats, and attack. they open the curtains. Yeah, yeah, and she, she, that's how she, she burns. Yeah, Stanley can bust. Um, so that's how she dies, and she, that's how she dies in the second one. So they just miss the cat, the cat scene yeah. out, and it's a slightly different setup because it's a couple, yeah. isn't it? And um, well, that bit was wasn't done anywhere near as well. I didn't think. Any, I thought the effects in the burning bit were rubbish in the remake. But, uh, in yeah. the van. Well, these are the like the subtleties. I can't remember what I remember yeah. is the story and the bits that were sort of. Better. But I I did kind of like the one thing that I liked that they was quite a big change in the second one to the first was where they um, started in the hospital. So they started with this detective who was following, um, follow like trying to follow the murders, and then the the so we, it started in the hospital where the guy who's her old kind of friend, in inverted commas, jumps from the window, and that's where it starts, and then it pulls back to telling the story. see how he ended up there. Now, because I knew the story, that wasn't any surprise, but I can see how that would be quite nice, that yeah, sort of development. Why well, it, it's an yeah. instant intrigue, isn't it? It's yeah. like, why would somebody jump out of a window? Yeah. I need to know. Mm. It's a very clever, it's a very simple device that, when done properly, works really well. And when done non-properly... Remind me, because I can't remember the... Was there a detective? I think the detective was a complete new element. No, no, no. no, no, there, was no a, there was a detective. No, no. Because it it is this is dad, me trying so. to do it from memory, and I've got an awful memory. It's the only thing they really he scares the, the dad. Cats. Cats. Sort of he scares yeah. the dad quite. But the production well, value is higher, 
Well, I think. But then it's the kind of unfair part, for them yeah. to take all the but, credit for a film. But then there's was... something about there was something about the raw yeah. sort of element in the first one yeah. that I just for me. And it, yeah, yeah. No, it was for me, it's weird. I thought the remake was really well made, and it's this is. If that the, the just, kids even look similar, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think if if that if think if the remake came out on its own and the original didn't exist, I'd think it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it was so ridiculously similar for me, even it was almost like a shot for shot remake. It so, yeah, yeah, times. yeah, yeah. It you, just seemed like a point. It just seemed pointless, and it just can't, It really lost it for me. I was like, why am I watching this? It's just a waste of time. Well, I, but, I, but didn't you always sort of know that that was going to be the yeah, case? It was yeah. kind of obvious that they'd made it for a wider audience, taken that yeah. story, and because it was just such an incredible story, which is what they make doing that, the, um, You know, it the made it fairly easy. Dragon and Girl Who Paper Fire. Yeah. And Although, actually, I was going to bring up that I, I, I watched the all the Swedish. Um, girl with films yeah. or whatever Millennium Trilogy that's I, what they're called I saw the rest of them recently because I've seen the first one at, c- at cinema and to be honest I, I really enjoyed them but I really enjoyed them mainly because this story was quite engrossing and I was always wanting to know what was going to happen next it's a bit like a soap opera especially the second film it's some pacing. ridiculous things happened <laughs> and, uh, and it was like I was just really drawn into it but to be honest as a film they're pretty bland I think they're quite they feel like TV movies. In fact, I think they are TV movies. I think they're because that's why they're right. all made Which is first. why they've Hollywoodized. Yeah, them. and to be honest, originally, Which is fine. yeah, originally when they announced they're making Hollywood remakes, I was think I was like originally like why the films? They've got films, but to be honest, watching them watching them all recently, it's like well, the films aren't brilliant. I think. Uh, okay. David Finch is an awesome director. I think he could actually yeah. improve them, <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. It might just be another shot shot thing like this, but. But I'm hoping. If you can improve something, if you know, because if you to take something and pretty much copy it shot by shot, so the story already exists, the the relationships already exist, the intrigue and everything already exists, and you're just going to take it and remake it and maybe take out a few little bits didn't quite work. I guess the the problem with (laughs) a problem with both those films actually is they're both based on fairly popular books. And uh, well, very popular. Mm. The you want, but the let the right one in is not pretty popular. Obviously, but um, I guess because when they base on popular books, that I guess it's not always sticking to the original films. Maybe it's sticking too closely to the books. Yeah. So I guess so books dictate this. Yeah. So I guess the Dragon Tattoo. But I don't, yeah. But having said that, we, as we all know, to to take a, a book and turn it into a film is yeah, it's not an easy task. No. It's and very easy to get to, wrong. To, to, exactly. Yeah. So to take words on a page and put them into, you know, the pic- pictures on a screen, I think, and, you know, again, let me in the Swedish film, the original, did that. Yeah. So I still, and it's still, it's that that the, well, the American version has taken. The right yeah. They've not gone to the book, no, I don't no, think, and gone, no. right, how are we going to, because you mm. can tell it's frame yeah. by frame. Well, it's where your source material is, and actually, the hard work is getting is teasing a plot out of a book, you know, and mm. that's evidence when they get it wrong, like I Am Legend and The Golden Compass, mm. when they completely undo. I mean, I Am Legend completely undoes the premise of the book, yeah. and it's just a why that you know you understand having to change your ending because it suits different mediums, but no, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Um, I didn't do my homework. No. I have seen, I think, both Thomas Crown affairs, but all I remember is the uh, is Pierce Brosnan and What's-Her-Face having sex on the stairs. It's all I remember from both of those films. Cool. Well, a bit of Steve McQueen, but we're probably... We're knocking on for time yeah. anyway, so we can start. Um, Tinky Tinky Soldier's Pie! Next, well, I'll just do that on. Sorry, <laughs> I was just going to mention... Oh, well, that's the excitement. Um, next week's theme, then, a yeah. real random one that I just came up with was uh, summer films. 
Like because that, it's freaking raining. Because it's the end of summer, I thought, let's celebrate it. Um, we didn't really get much of one this year. Summer Yeah, and buy summer films. I don't want just, I don't mean summer blockbusters, because we've done blockbusters. Um, Can it be just films you've watched in summer, even if they're all got snow in? No. no, I think it's films I that, knew that would be the answer. Can it be films that make me feel warm on the inside? Oh, maybe. You can have, <laughs> to, have, good, films, you so can have to have a good reason. It's got to be my girl. <gasps> oh, what a film. Oh. But yeah, the bees, the bees. I want hazy summery films. As, for me, I always think summer films, it makes me think of like, especially teenage yeah. films like that, where it's long summer holidays and Yeah, you watch them again and again and Coming again of age again. and stuff. Yeah, there's a load of them that I absolutely love. So, um, Dirty dancing. Do that. Oh. Yeah, that's a summer film. <laughs> I'll allow that. Um, cool. So that that we'll, I'm we'll, so we'll talk about. Dirty we'll talk about that next time. Um, do, although Darren's going to be busy do, again, do, do, and Lindsay's going to be away. So do, do, I'm going to provide the soundtrack. We're going to try and Skype. Do, we'll see what we can do. do, do, do. Me and Dave tonight. Yeah. Should we just make our own porno film? Porno podcast. Porno podcast. Like um, like when did this go porno? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Dave has become a date. You know, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll Get have video me alone in week. your room. It's gonna turn. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so it might. If, if I Skype in and it sounds like crap, then I'd like to apologise now. Yeah. But I am the best thing about this. So we, <laughs> we you know, when I read, it, when I listen, the figures drop off. It should be fine next time, actually, because there's only there'll only be the two of us here and one on Skype. Because the problem, I'm, the problem I have with doing it with three of us and then someone on Skype is just. Feedback, but we can sh- we can have a pair of headphones each yeah. with the two, two of us, so it should work. So I get headphones next week. Yes. Yeah. But new releases, I've actually yeah, anyway, spotted, we need to move on. I'm, I'm pre-jump, I've spotted Troll Hunter on your list. Yeah, I actually saw that trailer. Yeah. Dave's getting upset that I'm, I'm screwing with his order. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, you can do that. Um, the trailer for that, I did see. Troll it Hunter. really quite good. Troll Hunter, it's, yeah, it's Looks, basically... Is that a Norwegian film? It is, yeah. Oh. But Troll Hunter... I think it's going to be good. I got kind of Norwegian, Norwegian fantasy, troll hunting, big, but like, big set pieces. done documentary stylish. Yeah, well, they're, they're fairy thought, tales and folk tales. I thought like, it was a, um, a trailer for the, a DVD or like a, them showing on the telly something like Cloverfield. Because uh, yeah. like it's a big, it it's a like giant monster. And then they were like, Troll Hunter. And I was like... <gasps> I'm so good. And there's to see trolls loads of different <laughs> trolls, and it's supposed to be awesome for the design of those crazy Ooh, weird trolls. Yeah, fish it, it looks brilliant. Yeah. So that's out on the 9th of September. And um, going back <laughs> on the 7th of September, we have a lonely place to die, which is like a sounds fun. It's mm. a it's a British it's a British about cats. <laughs> it's a British film about uh, a mount, mountain climbing, basically, and getting lost in the mountains. It's a bit of a 127 an, an, hours. An indie version. No, it's more of an indie version of Cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, but, um, <laughs> I can't even Tell imagine the lones in it. Tell and it's the lones in it. I, I've, indie I've heard some very good things about it. It's, a, it's had a few mixed views. Some people don't like it, but uh, the sort of blog blogosphere, whatever they call it, the sort of film bloggers. A lot of people are really gunning for it, saying it's brilliant. So. Um, and British film, I'm always up for spotting that. So check that out on the 7th of September. Um, on tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we've got Columbiana, which is a sort of action thriller with... Uh, I can't pronounce her name. The woman who... Is she an avatar or something? I can't remember. Zoe Salander. Yeah, where she's like a woman. I have seen this trailer. She goes yeah. on some revenge mission. Yes. It looks very silly, but it She's looks, a good fighter. She's a good silly. action yeah. fighter. The, I think she's a good... It's Michelle Rodriguez, isn't it? <gasps> no. <laughs> but the reviews have been Damn a bit... It. Doesn't surprise it. me. It looks yeah. shit. We've got Friends with Benefits, yeah. which looks shit. Ooh. Jane Eyre. No, not interested. No. I am. <laughs> but yeah, good for you. <laughs> have Jane Eyre. Uh, speaking of Vulcan Loach, we have it's Kez. It's because it's his birthday. Yeah, Kez released. Um, yeah, well, that's coming out in cinema, not in Lincoln. No, no I think that it's just it'll just be in the BFI in London probably. 
Um, we've got Post Mortem, which was nominated for Golden Lion in Venice. It's uh, during the last days of Salvador Allende's presidency, an employer at a morgue's Employee at a morgue's recording office falls for a burlesque dancer who mysteriously disappears. Sounds interesting. Do we really uh, like it? Yeah. Uh, we've also got The Silence, which we've got a review up on the Shh. site for, uh, which sounds very good, actually. Got, um work. Uh, Jonathan Gouillet, I can't pronounce the it. You'll have to... Um, Just look at the site. The Change-Up. But he reviewed that. and he uh, With good. Jason Bateman and um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's like oh. a body swap <gasps> film. It's basically like Vice Versa. It's for about a million years. That looks awful. I thought it would have been in Oh, another yeah. one that looks bad. We've got I Don't Know How She Does It. Oh, oh. God. I was going to do Chain Story. Do you know, do you know how she does it? She does it by having a very high-powered, high-paying career, a nanny, um, not getting any sleep, a husband that she doesn't love. That's how she fucking does it, because well, she's got money know, to pay but for everything. The thing is, the thing is, right... I was going to do it for Trailer Story, so I've looked at it a couple of times. It looks so annoyingly like... Um, like Sex in the City, she can't yeah. play anything really, else really, she can't play that. badly done. And the thing is that Sex in the City has now had its day and died off. Thank and the God. fact is, she's and oh, she's too old now to be doing that. Sorry, but yeah. she is she's too old. I, for mean, that I missed Flight of the Navigator days of Sarah Jessica Parker. She was great in that she film. In that film. She's the girl like... who lets him out in the little. She's the, the nurse girl that looks after him. Nice and Edward. And Mars Attacks. Yeah, and then she just went. Mm. First couple of seasons of Sex and the City. Bring it. Sarah Jessica, what happened? Oh, I fucking hate yeah. What well, else we got? Yeah, we Sex got... in the City happened really, didn't it? Yeah. True. We've got Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which Definitely is awesome. on the to do list. Uh, speak, yeah, speaking about the right one in, that's the guy who directed that. Looks um, great. Is that really? Ship, it is, ship yeah. film, it's the, the book. Yeah, the Swedish one. Are we directed the Swedish one? Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's awesome. It, you know, you've got an all-star British cast. Brilliant cast. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'm well excited about that. And that, and it's a remake, so interesting. Um, um, and we've got West, remake based on West a book Side, again. Yeah, West Side Story oh. getting re-released. Uh, then we've got Tomboy, a French film about a, a ten-year-old girl who decides to pretend to be a boy when she moves house. Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Uh, and then we've got You Instead, which uh, we were invited to a press screen of, but no one could make it. Uh, Sounds like the... Um... It's a British film, uh, the director of Alan Foe, and it's about two feuding rock stars who get handcuffed together for 24 hours at a, mu- a music festival. Sounds dull. So, yeah. Sounds so, silly, yeah, it sounds gagful. It's a bit rubbish. Uh, yeah, and that's about it of any interest but... out in the next couple of weeks. But... Cool. Uh, one last, last thing, because I know Lindsay needs to go, is just site news... I do want to apologise. The site Boo, has been hacked. Stupid site. And it's, they've it's not the site's fault. It. It's the spammers' fault. Spammers' fault. It's definitely the spammers' fault. But if you do but need Viagra, guys, then uh, there's some links on our site to some good Viagra yeah, sites. Yeah, every moment, single so. page of our site has got a link to a Viagra site at the minute. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're, it's, I mean, as we speak, the site is totally offline and fingers crossed it is getting scrubbed clean. So uh, hopefully by the time this podcast is up, we will have a site to put it on. <laughs> but yeah, I do apologise for any any issues and uh, keep. But visiting. for those of you that managed to score some Viagra, yeah. high five. Awesome. Uh, keep visiting well blueprintreview.co. Porn as well, I've heard. It's everything. Yeah, there's a bit of porn. Anything you want, really. Yeah. Anything, any spam you can think of. I, they'd actually stored some. We haven't got any Nigerian porn images yet. on our. It, and it wasn't Dave's thingy. porn either, so. No, yeah. Dave's porn's on a separate site. No, Dave'sporn.com. Yeah, not enough animals for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. On that note, let's Thanks uh, for having us. Talk today and keep listening. Bye. Bye.